Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Friday, June 17th, 2022. This is Shannon. Tonight I am here with Stacy, Sarah, Kristen, Georgina, Brooke, and Natalia. And we are looking ahead to some of our most anticipated releases of July. There are a lot of great books out this month, so I hope that we will give you uh, some great stuff to add to your TBR piles. We are going to get started with the usual housekeeping information. Brooke will start us off, followed by Georgina, Stacy, me, Kristen, Sarah, and Natalia. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. So my first book this evening is Cold, Cold Bones, Temperance Brennan, number 21 by Kathy Rikes. And it comes out on July 5th. So in this book, we're joining Temperance and it's the winter time um, in North Carolina's crime, well, the area where she is, the crime is kind of down, she's not too busy. So she's decided that she's going to spend some time with her daughter, Katie, who is back from the army and rejoining a civilian life. So they're doing their thing. And one night when they're getting together, they discover a box on, the, on her back porch with a very fresh eyeball. Oh. I know, eh? Could you imagine? Huh. So in investigating, she discovers... Um, some GPS coordinates um, kind of etched into the eyeball, which I don't know. I don't know how you do that, but I guess this is what's happened. And this leads her to some grisly discoveries. Um, And along the way, she also discovers another grisly discovery at a monastery And as she's discovering these bodies and dead people, she's realizing that somebody is recreating um, some of her old cases, which I think is going to be so cool because I've read all of her books. So it'd be really cool to be able to see if I can remember. So it's been a bit since I read like book one, for example. So it'd be really cool to see if I can remember where some of these books, where some of these cases came from. So another one she discovers is a, um, mummy, a mummified body in a national park. 
And so she's got her buddy, um, her beau, Ryan, helping her out. Um, and then she's also got Skinny, who's a retired cop who also still kind of works on his own in the cold case department at the police department in her area. So she's got them helping her out. And then her daughter goes missing. And that, my friends, is all I can tell you. So if you want to see what happens, and with me, try to find out if you remember some of these cases that she is getting bodies from, then you're going to have to read Cold, Cold Bones, Temperance Brennan, number 21 by Kathy Rikes. And it comes out on July 5th. And I am so excited. This first book that I'm going to talk about is The Hidden One by Linda Castillo. This comes out July 5th, 2022. A bishop goes missing and no one knows anything. Like it's been about 20 years since he's disappeared and nobody can find any trace of him. So very long time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The case grows cold. And um, finally a body is found like bones and they do DNA and they realize who, who it is. So the elders that come to visit Kate, Kate Burkholder are pressuring her to help with this case when she doesn't want to because she realizes that the person that they're accusing of killing the bishop is her first lover oh (laughs) yeah so she has to revisit a painful time in her memories of why they broke up and and why they separated and other issues i'm supposing And But she's pressured into going and asking questions in this little Amish town. And she realizes that things are so different than the way she grew up from, you know, the way this Amish town is acting. And she hears some disturbing things about the bishop. And she wonders who wanted him murdered. So I guess in the middle of the night, he, someone attacks Kate. Oh, to stop her from asking questions. And so so she realizes that someone doesn't want her to know anything. So now Kate has to decide, is it worth it? Do I really want to dig into, confront my own painful memories? or, Or just leave them as they lay? I can't wait to read this one. I love all. Um, her books I've read every single one so this comes out July 5th it is the hidden one by Linda Castillo I love the series too me too so I have made no secret of the fact that one of my most joyous discoveries of 2021 was Naima Simone and I just found out that she has a new series that starts with Heated and it's Burned Ink Book One by Naima Simone and it comes out on July 5th. I'm super excited about it. 
This book is about Zora and she is Denver's unmatched maker because sometimes friends, relationships need to end. So why not have a company? Why not have a company that can serve the breakupy with a letter from the new ex telling them that they are breaking up? So this is what she does for a living. And then one day she meets Cyrus Hart and he is a lawyer and he's pretty fabulous. And she's starting to feel very attracted to him when she realizes that her company actually served him a letter from his ex. And she can't figure out why. And then she thinks to herself, how can I get involved with this guy when my company actually like broke him up with his previous love? That's really kind of all I know about this book, but just based on like how original it is to have like an unmatchmaker, you know, to kind of help you through a breakup. I think that's really cool. I can't wait to read this. So this is Heated, Burned Ink, book one by Naima Simone, and it comes out on July 5th. This looks so cool. I love the idea of that I love of matchmaker Sim- thing. Yeah, me too. I think that's neat. It's different. It's, you know, kind of trendy. Like, I-, I feel like sometimes it'd be nice to have someone like serve like a jerky person with like a breakup letter. Like, yeah, a dude job letter, But it's. A professional company doing it <laughs> so so my first book tonight is the latest book in a series that took the podcast by storm in 2021 and 2022 um there are still some who are resistant and have not read this <laughs> series um i'm pointing at you sarah um but- <laughs> A lot of us have read it. A lot of us love it. And it will be a glorious day when Bitter Discord, Jackie Leon, book eight by Can Bannett comes out on July 15th. Stacy hasn't read this either. I so know, but I don't, it. but I don't see as, I don't see Stacy uh, loving it quite as much as, as you Oh, like it's, it's definitely all the like paranormal goodness, like, you know, Mercy Thompson and Jane Yellow Rock and all those people that we love. So this is the eighth book in a series. So it's kind of hard to talk about. What I will say is that Jackie Leon is a werecat, the daughter of like one of the chief werecats in the world. And through a series of events that you'd have to read about in other books, she is now about to have like a werecat summit, which is sort of unheard of because werecats don't usually gather together. But she wants them to because there are some changes in sort of the supernatural world that she needs to discuss with all these werecats. And the fact that she and this is not really a spoiler because I think you could read the first book and figure it out pretty easily. The fact that she is involved in a relationship with the alpha of a werewolf pack um, and werecats and werewolves are like sworn enemies. So this has caused all kinds of problems. She needs to bring the werecats together to kind of see if she can get them on her side in this whole relationship. Um, And of course, because it's Jackie and because it's a bunch of supernaturals, chaos is likely to ensue. 
Oh, yes. This is one of the best urban fantasy series I've read in in a few years now. Um, I don't binge a series generally. I usually read like a book and then read a few other things and come back and do the next book. But this one, I read one and two together. Then I read three, four, five, six, and seven. Um, and I was sad because there were no more to read for a while, but that is about to change. Um, Bitter Discord will be out on July 15th. As I said, this is Jackie Leon book eight by K.N. Bannett. Sadly, it will be later than July when it's out in audio, but I don't know if I can wait for it to come out. I might just have to get it in Kindle or iBooks or whatever and buy it um, that day because I am really, really looking forward to the next installment in this series. My first book tonight is Storm Echo, Side Changeling Trinity number six, Side Changeling 21 by Nalini Singh. And this comes out on July 26th. Yay. Yes. Um, so Side Ch- uh, Trinity is the second arc in the Side Changeling world. And it is definitely one that you need to read from the beginning. Um but this book, I am very much interested in. We have heard about Ivan Merkant in past books, but we've never really seen him, seen him. Um, though we have seen other Merkants, and I love the Merkants. Silver so, Merkant. Yes, I love Silver so much. Me too. So, this book is about Ivan Merkant and Lay. Garcia and in this book silence has fallen silence is gone for the sigh so they are now free to feel love laugh and be merry and this seems to be a problem for Ivan Merkin which silence was always kind of a saving grace for him. Um, And what we know about him from the synopsis is that they, he has what they are calling a psychic monster that he is slowly losing his leash on now that silence has fallen. And he knew this day would come, but he didn't exactly think that he would have someone in his life that he didn't want to lose. Enter Leigh Garcia. She is a changeling. Um, It does not tell us what changeling she is. But um, her and Ivan get involved. And then one day she is ripped away from him very brutally And she's gone without a trace. And he thinks he will never see her again. But then one day he meets eyes with her across a San Francisco street. And he knows it's her. And her changeling half recognizes him. But her human half has no idea who he is for the most part. Her memories are very fragmented and disjointed and it 
it they are going to have to find each other again. Um, so I am looking forward to this book. I have loved the whole series. Um, and I cannot wait to see how Nalini brings these two back together. Um, she always does the most epic romance stories, in my opinion. And I love the the romances between Sai and Changelings. Me too. Um, oh, yes. yes. So amazing to me. Um, because these these two peoples that are pretty much enemies um, find each other. And it's just obviously meant to be. And it's amazing. So this is Storm Echo, Psy Changeling Trinity, number six, Psy Changeling 21 by Nalini Singh. And it comes out on July 26th. July 26th seems to be a wonderful book day. Is it? A whole month of July is just like a wonderful book day. So speaking of favorites, thanks to Stacy. I always give credit where credit is due. I discovered oh. an absolute favorite author this year. And she's new to me this year, but not new to many people. And if any of you look at um, like our reads that are most popular reads that we or the books that we're reading that week that come out every Wednesday. Um, I feel like for like over a month, every Wednesday I was talking, I was reading another Lexi Blake book. Yay! I love Lexi Blake. I do too. She's amazing. And so the book, the first book I'm going to talk about tonight is the fifth book in her Butterfly Bayou series. It's called Bayou Sweetheart. Butterfly Bayou number five. It's by Lexi Blake and it's coming out July 26th. And this is the story of Major Blanchard. His name is Major. Oh my heavens, Major? Major. And he has left the military for some unknown reason. And he has come to Papillon, Louisiana, Butterfly Bayou, as it is affectionately called by the people who live there, to help take care of his aging father. And he is a deputy in the town. And he's pretty handsome, as are many of Lexi Blake's heroes, but they also have great depth and sexiness. And And he um, has had a lot of women kind of like chase after him and he's been on many dates since he returned home, but some of them have been more disastrous than others. And he's really there just to focus on his job and taking care of his dad until somebody roars into town. Her name is Bryn Pearson and she is a Hollywood actress who is a child star who just got like her first big break, like, like major adult movie that's not like a child star type role. And she is completely focused on her career and really, really making this movie being filmed in um, Butterfly Bayou or Papillon, Louisiana. Very like she's all focused on it, except for there's this hot deputy who's kind of like being like a guard, like a bodyguard for the movie and kind of protecting so people don't get too close or whatever. And it's it's major, of course. And she's like really drawn to him. And she starts to question, like, is her career as important as her heart? And then there is a family crisis that happens for Major. And he really like gravitates towards Bryn 
and they have to decide if their newly growing relationship can withstand this, this crisis. And that friends is all I know about Bayou Sweetheart, Butterfly Bayou book five by Lexi Blake coming out July 26th. But while my description is scant, I can promise you the book will be rich and full because all of Lexi Blake's books are very rich with plot and good characters and this book happens to be more of just like a contemporary romance, but she also writes a lot of BDSM for those of you who might be interested in that. My first book of tonight is In the Middle of Hickory Lane by Heather Weber. Oh, and I love her. Oh my gosh. It seems like July 26th is a time for books to come out Yeah, because, man, I wanted to be the 26th already. So this book is about M. Winters, who has grown up with a con artist mom and kind of like as a grifter Ooh. and on the run. And she's been wanting all of her life, nothing more than to be part of a family. Um, because, you know, as a kid, she was shuffled from town to town. She's learned really unsavory habits, been part of some kind of bad situations. And then her grandmother, who was estranged from them, tracks her down out of the blue and extends a job offer for her to help her run her booth and open a small marketplace in a small town Sweetgrass, Alabama. Uh And of course, Em is very excited about this and she thinks that maybe she'll finally be able to plant the roots she's always dreamed of, but some habits are hard to break and she risks her newfound happiness by keeping one very big truth to herself. Meanwhile, Coral B. Hazelton. Um, she has her hands full with volunteering, gardening. She's a color consultant and designer for work. And basically anything she can do to keep her mind off her painful past. The past that has resulted in her holding almost everyone in arm's length. Because the last thing she wants is to form a close relationship. Only to have her heart broken yet again. And then she gets seriously injured. We don't know how. But we know that she has no choice to let people into her life and to realize that it's going to be impossible to keep her heart safe or her secrets hidden. And in the magical neighborhood garden of Hickory Lane, Em and Cora B. learn some hard truths about the past, themselves, the value of friends, family, and community, community. But most importantly, that true growth starts from within oneself. So this is in the middle of Hickory Lane by Heather Weber, July 26. And I'm personally looking forward to reading about uh, M and Cora B. That's right. I love Heather Weber books. Like they are always Heather so Weber. good. And- oh. I haven't read any Heather Weber books. I- I- Midnight at the Blackbird Cafe. I know. Midnight at the Blackbird Cafe was so good. Oh. Uh, and South of the Buttonwood Tree. Oh. So my next book is Fatal Witness, Detective Erica Foster, number seven, by Robert Brinza, and it comes out on July 7th. So I am so excited about this because he has not written a book, like an Erica Foster book, in, if I'm not incorrect, like five years or something like that. So it's been a really right, long time. Now he's in that other series, right? Like yeah, that. Natalie Lockhart, I think it is. It's her new, is this new series. And it's actually good. It's just that I don't find it quite as good as Erica Foster. So I'm 
really kind of looking forward to seeing what's what she's up to. So Erica's out on a late night walk um, at near her new home. And she's called out to this, the scene of a dead body. Um, it's a true crime podcaster named Vicky. And she's, she's been found dead. Um, Erica realizes that her notes and her recordings for her podcast are missing. She was investigating a string of attacks on a local, I think it's like university or college campus. Um, the attacker was like going into their residences and kind of stalking them before attacking them. And she thinks, Erica's thinking that Vicky probably got too close. But then um, a medical student is found dead in the same building. And this oh. gets Erica wondering, like, how are they connected? And is there more to Vicky's story than she knows? And that, my friends, is all I know. So if you are as excited <laughs> as I am to get back to Erica Foster, then you will have to join me in reading Fatal Witness, Detective Erica Foster, number seven by Robert Brinza, and it comes out on July 7th. I need to start this series. It's good. My next book that I'm going to talk about is by Tess Gerritsen called Listen to Me, number 13, Rosoli and Isles. So this comes out July 5th. And this looks interesting. I haven't, um, I don't think I've read the last two Rosoli and Isles. So this- I haven't either. Rosoli tries and her mother, they both are trying to solve a case at the same time. Oh, so mother. <laughs> yeah, Angela's a bit difficult. So um, a nurse is found murdered and no one can, no one understands why. She was well-liked. They don't understand why they found a bunch of burner phones and she's making calls to numbers that nobody has any idea of. Oh. So I guess some time goes by before Rosoli realizes that this woman is connected to a case she had six months earlier. And meanwhile, Angela is telling Rosoli that all these things are going on in the neighborhood. And of course, she just says that her mother is having an over-inactive, overactive imagination and she won't listen. Uh-oh. And so <laughs> um, Angela realizes that there is a kid who has gone missing. Um, you know, people have been found stealing in the neighborhood, but Angela, I mean, Rosoli won't listen. So Isles and Rosoli have to, they, they, they don't know where this case is going. They go from circle, you know, they're going round in circles. And eventually... I'm guessing that the two the all the cases connect, but I can't be sure. No, so, never know. You never know how it will end. This is um, Rosalie and Isles thirteen. Listen to me, 
by Tess Gerritsen. It comes out July 5th. It's been a while since I've read one of these. I really liked the early ones, like The Surgeon and The Apprentice. Yeah. Oh, they're good. Um, Me too. So I love books about cooking and food and chefs. So I'm sure nobody's surprised that when I saw For Butter or Worse by Erin LaRosa, I had to pick it up. Like right yeah, away, I had to have it. it. What? You took it from me. I did. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so this book is about Nina and Nina wants to be like this amazing chef and she wants to be like world renowned and famous and everything. And so Nina decides that, you know, like one stepping stone that she can use to kind of get herself to stardom might be on the next cooking champ, which is a reality like cooking show. Um, but there's a major problem with this show. And that is that her co-host leo she and leo are like just like oil and water like they don't mix it all and he keeps undermining her on the show so one day she quits on live tv in a blaze of glory and goes stomping off to focus on her restaurant well no one is more surprised than nina when leo shows up at her restaurant and you know is, is trying to beg her to come back to the show well the problem is it's all like fun and games until the paparazzi thinks they're catching you in a passionate kiss. But what it is in actuality is Leo tripping into Nina, like literally falling oh. against her as he's begging her. So they <laughs> both decide to kind of, you know, revitalize their faltering sort of careers and, and stardom. They're going to fake date, which isn't so great when you don't like each other until maybe you actually do. And they describe this as like a mashup of the hating game and the great, ba the great British bake off. So like, okay. I'm, I'm in for this, like all the way, like I want this book so bad. I cannot wait to read for butter or worse by Aaron La Rosa. <laughs> and it comes, I know. Right. And it comes out on the fabulous, wonderful, exciting July 26th, which seems to be a great day for books. All right, so my next pick is a thriller, the latest by Jennifer Hillier. This is Things We Do in the Dark. And I am looking forward to this so much because everything I've read by her, I've loved. Jar of Hearts was amazing. Little Secrets was amazing. Um, she had like two or three other books before that. So this one is about Paris. And when we meet Paris, she has just been arrested in her bathroom. I'm not sure, oh, like, <laughs> you know, I think you could like go out of the bathroom to get arrested, but I guess not. And when the police <laughs> find her, she is covered in blood and she's holding a razor. Her husband, who is a celebrity, is laying in the bathtub behind her dead. And so the police uh. decide that Paris must have killed him. So this is, this is very bad, right? Like no one wants to be arrested in their bathroom for murder. But it isn't really what's worrying Paris. Paris has other things that concern her because now she is like at the center of this media storm. And she's very, very concerned that someone from her past is going to see her and link her to something that happened like 25 years ago 
Oh yeah, because the so, fact is, you know, yeah, not important. So, twenty-five years ago, there was another murder that was similar to this one, but Paris wasn't convicted of it. Instead, a woman named Ruby went to prison. And we don't know who Ruby is or like what her connection is to Paris or to either of these crimes. But we do know that Ruby knows who Paris is. And when she is unexpectedly released from prison, she threatens to reveal all kinds of secrets that Paris has been keeping for years and years. So my favorite part of this synopsis is the ending. And it says that the only thing that's worse than one murder charge is two murder charges. And I, <laughs> I suppose that's true. So I am really, really looking forward to this one. It's been a while since Little Secrets came out and I have been kind of yearning for a new Jennifer Hillier book. So I'm very glad this one is almost here. This is Things We Do in the Dark by Jennifer Hillier and it comes out on July 19th. I don't know. I think the worst part of that synopsis for me, the most memorable, is that she um, was arrested in her bathroom. I mean, yes. how humiliating and uncomfortable would that be? Hopefully she it was is. just powdering her nose. <laughs> it would not be the best I doubt place it. to be arrested. So my second book tonight, and I'm glad Stacy didn't want it. What? Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, I get to talk about Darius. Yes. Yay. And I have wanted to know more about Darius since book one, because we see him for such a short amount of time. Um, Twice there's John Matthew. Yes. But this is technically a prequel to the whole series. So this is book 0.5, and it is exclusively in audio. Which is amazing. It is. It's an audible original. And I can't wait. So I have pre-ordered it. Me too. So this book is Darius, Black Dagger Brotherhood, 0.5 by J.R. Ward and it comes out on July 19th and this is about one of the original Black Dagger Brotherhood members and Darius wasn't looking for love and really not interested in wrecking his new car (laughs) but You know, life has a funny way of saying, hold my beer and watch this. So that's what happens. And when a human woman runs out into the middle of the street and he has to swerve to keep from hitting her and killing her, he crashes his car. And then he... You know, he obviously get you know, wants to make sure she's okay and all of that. And so they become a thing until what he is is revealed and she leaves him 
in horror. Oh, yes. Yes, she's scared and she says, nope, not doing that. And unbeknownst to her or Darius at the time, Anne is carrying his child. And this child is a female that is destined to become queen of the vampires. This is in the synopsis. It is not a spoiler. And um, Darius and Anne are tragically brought back together, though it does not tell us what that tragedy is, but he vows to protect his daughter um, for as long as he can or until she becomes what she is meant to become. But things do not go as planned, obviously. So that is where we are left. And I, for one, cannot wait to see things from Darius's point of view. This is something I have always wanted to know more about since I started the series. And I am going to be, I know this is probably going to be a short book, but do not bother me on July 19th because I will not. <laughs> um, so this is Darius Black Dagger Brotherhood 0.5 by J.R. Ward. And it will be out on July 19th in audio. So she's been talking about writing this for a long time. Um, she talks about it or she talked about it at Q and A's for several, several years, uh, how she wanted to write this story. And I'm going to read it the moment it is released, but I, I know it's going to be a very sad book because we know in the future what happens to Darius. And now we know her name is Anne. We did not know this prior to this book being released. And so it's going to be a bit tragic, but it's also going to be a way to kind of go back and see one of the very, even though he's only in Dark Lover, which is the first book in the Black Dagger Brotherhood for mm-hmm. a grand total of about like five pages he is so influential throughout the series in so many ways and it's going to be interesting to get his point of view although i'm probably going to cry through the whole thing so there's that i bet she cried while she was writing it i'm sure she did can we talk about one of my most favorite authors in the history of life yes so i've been waiting Thank you. Thank you for showing me such enthusiasm. <laughs> I've been oh, waiting I was so for excited when I saw this. I was like, oh my God, Sarah. <laughs> I know. I know. I've been waiting for two years, two years for a book to come out by this author who is my beloved author, Catherine Center. She's amazing. Everything she writes, I love. Oh, and this is the one I was thinking you were. Oh, well, no, I'm saving I was that thinking- I'm saving. I'm saving that one for last. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be just as excited about that one. <laughs> okay. So anyway, can we be excited about Catherine Center? One of my yes, most beloved authors. Absolutely, I love her. Me too. And she, I've been waiting for two years for a book to come out by her. And finally, it will be coming out July 19th. It's called The Bodyguard. Yay. And it is a story of Hannah Brooks, who looks like a kindergarten teacher. However, she could kill you with a wine opener a ballpoint oh. pen, or a dinner napkin. 
Oh dear. That is literally Ooh. from the synopsis. I don't know how you kill someone with a dinner napkin, but evidently Garot? Hannah Brooks, I don't know. I don't know if it's a cloth or paper dinner napkin, but Hannah Brooks can kill you with a dinner napkin, evidently. <laughs> and she, though, is not, she is not like a bad person. So she's called an executive protection agent or Ooh. a bodyguard. Yes. And she has been assigned to protect superstar actor Jack Stapleton from his middle-aged corgi breeding stalker. A stalker who breeds corgis. It's very creative. I wonder what made her think like, hmm, I'm going to write about a stalker who breeds corgis. But anyway, it sounds like misery without the corgis. Right, right, exactly. So she's protecting him, but she's always been kind of fascinated with him because like every paparazzi person, paparazzo, paparazzi person has taken many pictures of him like coming out of the waves on many beaches, gleaming in like clinging board shorts and looking like a deity, just handsome and hot. But some tragedy happened a couple years ago and he completely dropped out of the public eye. Something happened. But... Hannah is assigned to protect him, but then his mother gets sick and he has to go back to Texas to their ranch to help take care of her. And he does not want anyone at home to know that he has a stalker, that Hannah is a bodyguard. So guess what happens? Fake relationship. Fake relationship. Yay. Yes. Fake relationships. <laughs> fake relationship is right. So he convinces Hannah to pretend they're dating, which is fine until it isn't fine because it suddenly feels kind of real. And Hannah does a really good job protecting Jack, but she really struggles with protecting her long neglected heart. And that, friends, is what I know about the bodyguard by Catherine Center coming out on July 19th. I'm fascinated by the fact that the stalker breeds corgis. I don't know why, but I'm <laughs> I just like, why not pugs? Why not like terriers? You know, we're breeding corgis. I just, I love it. So my next book is fraught with drama and tension. Ooh. All Ooh. the things that, that are phenomenal to read about. They're also, they're also by an author that I really really love so of course i'm going to talk about her books and some of y'all have done me dirty because you have <laughs> read her my now this book comes out on july 12th so at least i have something to read in the car when i go to disney yay so this is no one is alone by rachel vincent uh, i need to read and this book is about michaela who is a junior in high school raised by a single mom. However, she does know her dad who lives a few towns over and he pops in and out of her life, basically on holidays and birthdays. That's it. Don't y'all want to be dads. And not only this, but a tragedy strikes her life and her mom dies. And now she's on her own in the world. And she, of course, has to move in with her dad since he's her only parent left. Except she learns that her father has been married with kids this entire time and that she is the product of an affair. (gasps) So before she can even grieve her mother, she's thrust into a strange house with a stepmom and three 
That's correct. Three have siblings, including and especially Emery, who's in the same grade as she is and has to share her room. Y'all know what that means. And of course, she Emery is less than thrilled with sharing her room and her school life with this new sister. And now the question is, will Michaela be able to let go of everything she's ever known and find herself anew with a family who didn't ask for her in the first place? I guess we will find out when we read No One Is Alone by Rachel Vincent on July 12th. I think like Rachel Vincent, she writes so much different stuff, like for adults, for young adults. She writes like so, so differently. She's one of those people that like her books can be so different from each other that you'd be like, is this the same author? And yet it totally is. Absolutely. Um, I don't think she's written anything. At least I haven't read everything she's done, but everything that I've read that she's done, I really, really liked. So my last book this evening is Reaper, Dark in You, book eight by Suzanne Wright. And it comes out on July 7th. So this series, um, each book is like a complete book. Uh, and in each subsequent book, you learn like you get to see characters from the last books. So that's the nice thing about this series. You could go a couple like months without reading it. You won't really be lost because it's a whole new story. So that's why I like it. One thing I like about this, um, what I also like about the series is just all the different characters. You've got like demons, you have imps, which I love. I love, love, love the imps. Um, and you have a whole bunch of other different kind of fantastical characters. Um, and all these people are in different, like, one of the main demon groups. Um, so they're all kind of, like, broken down into different layers. Um, and you, each kind of characters that you meet along the way, they're, they belong to these different like kind of like groups and then they kind of crisscross and they all have like different issues against each other or they have different abilities like one of the very first books is about this guy named Knox and he like owns all of like the underground kind of games and like casinos and so he's very very rich for example I bet he is oh, yeah. I know eh? <laughs> <laughs> so in this book, we meet Piper, and I love how the synopsis starts. It says, falling in love can be a nightmare. Oh, I know. Eh? <laughs> so Piper has always been aware of Levi. Um, they describe him as being very muscular, a large body like gunmetal gray eyes. So he's very sexy looking. And she's always been aware of him. But it's not until their like psyches kind of brush against each other that they realize that they are anchors for one another. So one of the things with this these world that Suzanne has that um, Suzanne Wright has created is they all have to look, they're looking for their anchor. Um there's this whole belief that if you don't find your anchor, then your demon will take over and you'll kind of go crazy. 
So you're always oh. looking for your for your anchor. And once you find it, it's almost like a faded mate, really. So they discover that they're anchors and their demons are going crazy because they're all like, oh, I want you and whatever. Um, but there's a big problem. Levi is the ex of Piper's nasty stepsister. Oh. And like, this is not like, her stepsister is not happy about this. Because like, if I can't have Levi, then nobody's going to have it, right? And Piper is kind of worried about this because she knows how like vindictive her stepsister can get. And she knows all about nightmares because one of um, Piper's special abilities is she is able to make people get stuck in their own nightmares. Oh, I know. eh? Not only to add to all this, but like we discover that this serial killer that they thought had been taken care of, I guess, in the past is now resurfacing. And this is going to cause some issues for Levi and Piper. But we don't really know from the synopsis what those issues are other than being a serial killer. (laughs) So (laughs) this is a Reaper, Dark and You, book eight. And it's by Suzanne Wright. And it comes out on July 7th. And this is probably my favorite series of hers. So my last book I'm going to talk about is This Place of Wonder by Barbara O'Neill. This comes out July 19th, 2022. I love Barbara O'Neill. All her books. I can't wait for this one. This one is about Chef Augusta. He he dies and leaves a lot of turmoil in his wake. His ex-wife Emerald still I'm not sure it's whether she's in love with him or just the memories, but they ended a 20 year marriage when he, when she found out he was cheating. Um, So that brings up a lot of memories when he dies. And then his daughter, Mai, is cleaned up and out of rehab and ready to take control of her life when he dies. Then you have his current girlfriend, Nora, who gave up a lot to be with him and help him in his career. Then you have Emerald's daughter, Rory. Is that how you say it? I would Um, guess so. Like Gilmore Girls. She's the sense of reason. And all these women have to come together to realize there are still more secrets to be exposed of Augusta. So um, all these women have to either band together or fall apart to figure out, you know, how they're going to deal with what he left them when he died, emotionally, physically, whatever. I can't wait to read this. This comes out July 19th, 2022, and it is... Um, this place of wonder by Barbara O'Neill. It is on. I read her one. Is it Devin? Oh, the Lost Girl of Devin. Yeah. Yeah. So I read that one. That's the only book I've read of hers, but it was really good. 
Oh, she's amazing. I love her. So my final book of the evening is by an author that has gotten a lot of acclaim in the last couple of years that I've never read. So just full transparency. Um, I know her Mexican Gothic was a book that many, many people really enjoyed. And I just, it's on my TBR and I haven't gotten to it, but her latest book. And by her, I mean, Sylvia Moreno, Moreno Garcia. Um, her latest book is called the daughter of Dr. Moreau. Ooh. And Yes. And it comes out on July 19th and it is about Carlotta and she lives this very protected sort of life on this estate far away from the Yucatan and all of the unrest in the 19th century. And she lives with her father who is either (laughs) a madman or a genius. We don't know which. Then there is Montgomery, probably both. Then there is Montgomery, who is the overseer, who's very sort of melancholic and he sort of might abuse alcohol and he just sort of follows orders and helps to care for the experiments that Dr. Moreau has, which is, uh, which are the the hybrids, part human and part animal. And they were sort of designed and created to be loyal to Dr. Moreau. Oh dear. And they all kind of live in this. Well, it's actually an island of Dr. Moreau Moreau retelling. Um, Oh, okay. And they all live in this sort of like static world where things just sort of are. But then everything is shaken up when um, Dr. Moreau's patron, um, his their son, Eduardo, comes to the estate and kind of then Carlotta has questions and this Eduardo starts shaking things up and passion sort of explodes. And that's all I really know. But I was kind of fascinated by just the whole idea of somebody kind of creating human animal hybrids and a depressed overseer and um, a young woman with questions and whether or not this man is like incredibly intelligent or just beyond the pale in terms of his madness. So that's all I really know about this book. I've never read anything by this author, but I do know that many, many people have loved, uh, read and enjoyed Mexican Gothic. It came out a couple of years ago and I do love a good Gothic story. Um, but this is The Daughter of Dr. Moreau and it's by Sylvia Moreno Garcia and it comes out on July 19th. Oh, and I'm very excited about it. I know the 19th is a good day. All of July, really, like Shannon said, the whole month of July is going to be, every Tuesday is going to be a good day. So my last pick is historical fiction. This is Sister Mother Warrior by Vanessa Riley. It comes out on July 12th. And like last year's Island Queen, this is more like straight up historical fiction with romantic elements than it is historical romance, which is what I first knew Vanessa Riley to write. Um, so this is the story of the most successful uprising by Black people in history. And it basically chronicles like the Haitian Revolution from the perspectives of two women who were instrumental in that revolution in very different ways. So we meet Toya, who 
was an Amazon who was kidnapped and sold into slavery. She ended up working on a sugar plantation um, and becoming like a healer and just one of the most renowned women of of the community. Um, We also meet Marie Claire who falls in love with a Haitian revolutionary And Marie Claire is a free woman of color. She has always had like certain ideas for the way her life would play out. And these ideas did not have anything to do with falling in love with an enslaved man. But that's what happens. And although she is married to someone else, um, a Frenchman, she still has her relationship with the man that she truly loves. They have children together. Now he ends up being like kind of at the head of this Haitian revolution. And so when everything starts going south and people are now fighting for their lives, their freedom, like everything that they hold dear, we have Toya and Marie Claire who meet and are very, very different, but still find themselves kind of thrust together in the heat of this revolution. I know very little about Haiti and about like the West Indies during the time um, when it was like so fully colonized. And so I am looking forward to reading this. Vanessa Riley is such a skilled writer, whether she's writing romance or historical fiction, um, her characters feel incredibly real and you're kind of transported back in time where you learn about like people and events that we were never really taught about in in schools. So I am super excited for this one. It is Sister Mother Warrior. It's by Vanessa Riley and it comes out on July 12th. My final book for tonight is Can't Resist Her by Kiana Alexander. And this book comes out on July 19th. So Summer has moved back home after years of being away to Austin, Texas to accept a teacher's or a teaching position. And there's been a lot of changes to her old neighborhood, but one that she learns about that she just cannot stand by and let happen is the slated demolition of the high school her grandmother founded and here is where things collide because on the architectural committee for the for her neighborhood is an old fling Or an old flame, I guess I should say. But when they see each other, they remember the kiss they shared at the senior dance. And they start to feel old feelings. But they're on opposite sides of um, of this high school demolition thing 
you know, Summer doesn't want it to go because it means so much to her family. Her grandmother founded it, but Iko is on the committee and she thinks that it needs to go. Um, I don't know what they want to put in its place or if they even want to put anything in its place. I have no idea that we weren't told that. But these two ladies have to decide whether they can agree to disagree long enough to fall in love. And this book looks so good. Um, I've never read anything by this author before. I'm not sure. I've never even heard her name before. Um, so I don't know if this is like a debut for her or if I've just never heard of her before. It's but not a debut. She has a few things out now. Okay. Well, I'll have to look her up, um, look up the rest of her books. But if, if the synopsis of her other books catch me the way this one did, I'm definitely going to have to pick them up. So this is Can't Resist Her by Kiana Alexander, and it comes out on July 19th. I'm also excited for this one. Does anyone know what I'm doing on July 5th? Because I know what I'm doing on July 5th. <gasps> Reading? Celebrating my birthday? Because it's well, the day yeah. after it? Yes, yes. <laughs> but also, I'm going to suddenly have <laughs> strep throat. <coughs> Are you reading Ronnie, Ronnie Lauren on, on July 5th, Sarah? Why, Stacy? how did you know? Because I also will be reading well, Ronnie Lauren. So on July 5th, cough, cough. I really want to be staying home from work, but I won't be dishonest to my employer who is kind to me. Um, I will probably be at work, but it will be very difficult. But what I'm really going to want to be doing is reading for you and no one else. Say everything. Number three by Ronnie Lauren, because this is like one of my most favorite series I've ever read. Ronnie Lauren in this series is like the goddess of storytelling for me. And this is the story of a woman who has the perfect life, but it's a perfect lie. And she would really like to live her own story and she would really like to find her own voice. But before that happens, something devastating occurs. So Eliza Catalano on, on, on Instagram, on all the social media platforms has the perfect life. She's a therapist and online everything's perfect. And she seems to know exactly what to say, except that she becomes a meme for the worst date ever, which is very devastating to her. And she just doesn't quite know what to do until Beck Carter a very, very hot, rough around the edges man enters her life and says he will help her learn how to live in the real world if for six months she doesn't use any social media. So no filters, no trying to spin her life to make it look better, nothing, just real world living without the, without all of the, you know, hiding behind her social media persona that she's had. And Eliza takes him up on it. And she thinks, well, you know, for the next six months, you know, maybe I'll meet some cool people, 
you know, I can turn this into kind of a how I survived without online dating racket book that she's going to write. But really what happens is her feelings for Beck Carter, who's rough around the edges, are super complex. And there are a lot of walls that have to come down. And she realizes that maybe there's more to life than her social media presence. So Ronnie Lauren, this series is like one of my most favorite series I've ever read in romance and contemporary romance. And I love her characters. They're so complex and raw and honest. And I don't know a ton. I mean, I should know, but she's written about some different di- people's like diagnoses. And I, I, I have said this on a couple different episodes. I really, really would love for people to like comment on different posts and tell us if, if, she does an authentic job writing them. But to me, I feel like I'm with these characters and experiencing these things. And I think she does such a great job. So on July 5th, when I'm supposed to be working, I'm going to be really crying because I want to be home just trying to read for you and no one else. Say Anything Book 3 by Ronnie Lauren. And July 5th is going to be my happiest day of July besides the other days that all the other books I picked are coming out. <laughs> I can't wait to read this. I never even read the synopsis because I knew you were going to talk about it. So my last book of the night is called The Comeback. And no, it's not by Ella Berman. It's actually by Lily Chu. And it comes out July 14th. And this is my first book that I've ever read by this author. So I'm excited because I love trying new authors. I think Shannon has read her, though. Um, And she's most known for The Stanton. How was that? It was amazing. And Philippa Sue. Yeah. And I think she reads this one as well. Oh, Philippa I don't know who that is, but She's I like Eliza in Hamilton. Eliza from the original Hamilton cast. What? That is cool. I'm going to go read the yeah. stand in after I finish with. In fact, that was an audible podcast. original before it. Um... Yes, it was. Yeah. Sorry. I love audible originals. And uh, who is Arian Hui? Well, she is a laser-focused lawyer digitally climbing the corporate ladder. Wow, is that a mouthful? She's the perfect daughter living her father's dream. Holy. She's the shocking love interest of South Korea's hottest star. I just want to know what makes her shocking. (laughs) And she also thrives on routine. I mean, so what if everything in her life is planned out to the very minute? That's the way she likes it. And if she's going to make partner in Toronto's most prestigious law firm, she needs to stay focused at all times. But when she comes home after another soul-sucking day to find an unfamiliar, gorgeous man capped out in her living room, focus Ooh. is the last thing on her mind. Ooh. Don't we all want to come home to that? So her roommate explains that this is her cousin, Joy Chahoon, who has arrived from Seoul. And he needs a few weeks to mend his broken heart and to rest his heel and rest and heal, not his heel, (laughs) rest and heal. And, you know, Ari will barely know that he's there. Yeah, Uh right. Well, he's hot. She's going to notice he's there. Not only is he hot, but he's kindness plus chaos personified. Mm. And it isn't long before she's falling and hard. I'm sure she is. But when one wrong step leads 
to a world-shaking truth, Ari finds herself thrust into the world stage, not as the competent, steely lawyer she's been trying to become, but as the mystery woman on the arm of a man that the entire world claims to know. Now with her heart, her future, and most importantly, sense of self on the line, Ari will have to cut through all the lies to find the truth of her relationship and discover the Aryan who she's finally ready to be. Hmm. Out on July 14th, 2022, on Audible, this is The Comeback by Lily Chu. Yes, I'm looking forward to this. So this concludes our most anticipated releases of July episode. Thank you to the Book Bistro crew for participating tonight and helping to uh, create some great bookish enthusiasm. Thanks, as always, goes out to Christine for all of her fantastic editing. And of course, we thank each and every one of you for joining us each week as we talk about great books. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think, but it also helps other people find us when they're looking for book-related podcasts. Um, It kind of advances us in the Google algorithm. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with an author interview and, of course, the guide to new releases. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Take care, everybody.